As the Rector of St Bride's Church, Fleet Street, may I welcome you to this podcast and wish you every blessing in the new year. We have been offering these online services every week since the first lockdown began back in March 2020, and we shall continue to do so, particularly since the guidelines relating to live services can still change at very short notice. Each service combines archive recordings of our choir and congregational singing with newly recorded readings, intercessions and sermons. And we'd like you to know that we keep a candle burning before the altar here each day as a sign of hope, and we give thanks for you all. May the light and peace of Christ be with you all as our worship begins.
very warm welcome to our service of choral evensong on this Epiphany Sunday. Wherever you are in the world and however you're listening to us, we hope that you will feel that you are very much part of the St Bride's family. Beloved, we are come together in the presence of Almighty God and of the whole company of heaven to offer unto him through our Lord Jesus Christ our worship and praise and thanksgiving, to make confession of our sins, to pray as well for others as for ourselves, that we may know more truly the greatness of God's love and show forth in our lives the fruits of his grace, and to ask on behalf of all men such things as their well-being doth require. Wherefore, let us kneel now and humbly confess our sins to Almighty God. Let us pray. Almighty and most merciful Father, we have erred and strayed from thy ways like lost sheep. We have followed too much the devices and desires of our own hearts. We have offended against thy holy laws. We have left undone those things which we ought to have done, and we have done those things which we ought not to have done, and there is no health in us. But thou, O Lord, have mercy upon us, miserable offenders. Spare thou them, O God, which confess their faults. Restore thou them that are penitent, according to thy promises declared unto mankind, in Christ Jesus our Lord. And grant, O most merciful Father, for his sake, that we may hereafter live a godly, righteous, and sober life, to the glory of thy holy name. Amen. May the Almighty and merciful Lord grant unto you pardon and remission of all your sins, time for amendment of life, and the grace and comfort of the Holy Spirit. Amen.
The Old Testament reading is taken from the book of Isaiah, chapter 60, beginning at the first verse. Arise, shine, for thy light is come, and the glory of the Lord is risen upon thee. For behold, the darkness shall cover the earth, and gross darkness the people. But the Lord shall rise upon thee, and his glory shall be seen upon thee. And the Gentiles shall come to thy light, and kings to the brightness of thy rising. Lift up thine eyes round about, and see. All they gather themselves together, they come to thee. Thy sons shall come from far, and thy daughters shall be nursed at thy side. Then thou shalt see, and flow together, and thine heart shall fear, and be enlarged. Because the abundance of the sea shall be converted unto thee, the forces of the Gentiles shall come unto thee. The multitude of camels shall cover thee, the dromedaries of Midian and Apher. All they from Sheba shall come. They shall bring gold and incense, and they shall show forth the praises of the Lord. All the flocks of Kedar shall be gathered together unto thee. The rams of Nebaioth shall minister unto thee. They shall come up with acceptance of mine altar, and I will glorify the house of my glory. Who are these that fly as a cloud, and as the doves to their windows? Surely the isles shall wait for me, and the ships of Tarshish first, to bring thy sons from far, their silver and their gold with them, unto the name of the Lord thy God, unto the Holy One of Israel, because he hath glorified thee. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God.
The New Testament reading is taken from John, chapter 2, beginning at the first verse. And the third day there was a marriage in Cana of Galilee, and the mother of Jesus was there, and both Jesus was called and his disciples to the marriage. And when they wanted wine, the mother of Jesus saith unto him, They have no wine. Jesus saith unto her, Woman, what have I to do with thee? Mine hour is not yet come. His mother saith unto the servants, Whatsoever he saith unto you, do it. And there were set there six water pots of stone, after the manner of the purifying of the Jews, containing two or three firkins apiece. Jesus saith unto them, Fill the water pots with water, and they filled them up to the brim. And he saith unto them, Draw out now, and bear unto the governor of the feast, and they bear it. When the ruler of the feast had tasted the water that was made wine, and knew not whence it was, but the servants which drew the water knew, the governor of the feast called the bridegroom, and saith unto him, Every man at the beginning doth set forth good wine, and when men have well drunk, then that which is worse, but thou hast kept the good wine until now. This beginning of miracles did Jesus in Cana of Galilee, and manifested forth his glory, and his disciples believed on him. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. I believe in God, 
the Father Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, and in Jesus Christ, his only Son, our Lord, who was conceived by the Holy Ghost, born of the Virgin Mary, suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, dead, and buried. He descended into hell. The third day he rose again from the dead. He ascended into heaven and sitteth on the right hand of God, the Father Almighty. From thence he shall come to judge the quick and the dead. I believe in the Holy Ghost, the Holy Catholic Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and the life everlasting. Amen.
God, who by the leading of a star didst manifest thy only begotten Son to the Gentiles, mercifully grant that we, who know thee now by faith, may after this life have the fruition of thy glorious Godhead, through Jesus Christ, thy Son, our Lord, who liveth and reigneth with thee in the unity of the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. Amen. O God, from whom all holy desires, all good counsels, and all just works do proceed, give unto thy servants that peace which the world cannot give, that both our hearts may be set to obey thy commandments, and also that by thee, we being defended from the fear of our enemies, may pass our time in rest and quietness, through the merits of Jesus Christ, our Saviour. Amen. Light in our darkness, we beseech thee, O Lord, and by thy great mercy defend us from all perils and dangers of this night, for the love of thy only Son, our Saviour, Jesus Christ. Amen.
May I speak in the name of the living God, Father, Son and Holy Spirit. Amen. I well remember the feeling of a Sunday evening at the end of the Christmas holidays. For me, it was always a melancholic time, and I suspect that might be quite common this year. For the secular world, tomorrow will be the day when things return to normal. Having eaten and drunk ourselves to a stupor, a morning alarm beckons. Of course, this year's normal is anything but. The disappointment of those off-on-off plans are now behind us and we await the reckoning of case rates, hospital admissions and deaths. This period is often spoken of as the most depressing time of year, with the holidays over and winter stretching ahead. But this year presents challenges of a whole different order. Tomorrow will mark a return to bleak realities. And whilst we've tried our best to celebrate the back of 2020, the promise of this year of a vaccinated return to life as we know it is still some distance off. Beyond our expanded waistlines, has anything changed? Paula Gooder, Chancellor of St Paul's Cathedral, notes, when the moment of salvation so longed and hoped for arrived, it passed people by. The Roman oppressors were still in power. There was no prosperity and harmony for God's people, and the wolves were not, as Isaiah had promised, lying down with lambs. God's people were waiting for a dramatic and life-changing intervention from God. When Jesus did come, it was far from the spectacular event everyone expected. Only the shepherds in the field keeping watch over their flocks heard the angel's proclamation. Glory to God in the highest and on earth peace among those whom he favours. How things seemed was not how they were, though. Hope had stirred. Love had been born. The world had changed forever. Paula reminds us that it is worth holding on to this truth through the seemingly never-ending dark times of the pandemic we are in. How things seem is not how they are. There is hope and love in abundance and God is still with us through it all, whether it feels that way or not. Today we have celebrated Epiphany, the revelation of God's incarnation in Jesus Christ and recalled the adoration of the Magi. Next Sunday, we will remember the further revelation of Christ's baptism. And this evening, we heard of his first miracle at the wedding of Cana. This story holds particular significance for my wife Sandra and I, as we were married during a parish Eucharist in Epiphany 
when the wedding at Cana was the gospel of the day. During our visit to Venice in September, we made a pilgrimage to see Tintoretto's painting of the wedding at Cana in the sacristy of Santa Maria della Salute. You have to imagine the impact that the work might have had entering the dining hall for which it was originally created, where it filled a far wall and gave the impression of spatial continuity, as if the room extended beyond and you had stepped into the scene. Christ isn't centre stage or at a different scale from others in the painting. It's one of those works where it's possible to miss what's going on if you don't look closely. The conversation between Jesus and Mary looks to be unobserved. The guests are otherwise engaged, not least with the evening's refreshments. The party was in danger as the wine was prematurely exhausted, but suddenly there is more than enough to go around. There is enough wine to bathe in. In the joy of that night, the significance of what had taken place again passed people by. The wedding at Cana is a story of abundance. In his poem, Malcolm Geith speaks of the spring of love amidst our daily living. It's a helpful reminder, even as we wait still for a time when we can share again the communion vintage to which it alludes. Epiphany at Cana by Malcolm Guide. Here's an epiphany to have and hold, a truth that you can taste upon the tongue. No distant shrines and canopies of gold or ladders to be clambered rung by rung. But here and now, amidst your daily living, where, we, where you can taste and touch and feel and see the spring of love, the fount of all forgiving, flows when you need it, rich, abundant, free. Better than waters of some outer weeping that leave you still with all your hidden sin. Here is a vintage richer for the keeping that works its transformation from within. What price, you ask me, as we raise the glass? It cost our saviour everything he has. Brothers and sisters in Christ, the world has changed forever. Hope has stirred. Love has been born. God is with us. Amen.
Let us pray. Almighty God, you have revealed the incarnation of your Son by the bright shining of a star which the wise men saw and followed. May the star of your justice always shine within our hearts, that we may give as our treasure all that we are, and that we may entrust all that we possess to your service. Lord, in thy mercy, hear our prayer. God of gold, we seek your glory, the richness that transforms all that is drab within our lives and brightens the dullness of our vision with the gift of your vibrant light. God of incense, we offer to you our prayer, the unspoken... God of incense, we offer to you our prayer, the unspoken longings of our hearts, our need for your healing, our quest for your truth. God of myrrh, we cry out to you in our suffering, the pain of past rejection and deep sorrow that we carry within us our bewilderment at the pain of our world, our rage at its cruelty and injustice. By the coming of your Son, may the spirit of your peace find a home among the hearts of all men and women of violence. May the spirit of your compassion bring consolation to all who feel despair. May the spirit of your courage bring hope to the hopeless that your kingdom may draw a little closer. Lord, in thy mercy, hear our prayer. We pray for the worldwide church and for those entrusted with its leadership. We pray for all Christians who are persecuted for their faith or who are unable to worship in freedom. And we ask your blessing upon this church of St. Bride giving thanks for all who have kept alive the flame of faith here over many centuries. Help us as we continue to grow into a community of love and service, that all who come may find this an oasis of peace and a place of welcome where they may glimpse something of the all-embracing love and grace of God. Lord, in thy mercy, Hear our prayer. We pray for the sick and for the suffering. We remember especially at this time all those whose lives have been devastated by the global pandemic, those suffering from the long-term effects of coronavirus, and for all members of the medical profession, those who work in our care homes, and all who seek to support the vulnerable. Loving God, as we remember before you those known to us who are in particular need of our prayers at this time and those for whom our prayers have been asked, we name them in the silence of our hearts and we ask your blessing upon them. Lord, in thy mercy, hear our prayer. We pray for those who have died and for any who are dying now 
and we remember all who live with the pain of bereavement and loss. Watch, dear Lord, with those who wake or watch or weep tonight, and give your holy angels charge over those who sleep. Tend your sick ones, O Lord Christ, rest your weary ones, bless your dying ones, soothe your suffering ones, pity your afflicted ones, shield your joyous ones, and all for your love's sake. Lord, in thy mercy, hear our prayer. Grant us, Heavenly Father, reverence as we recall your glory, understanding as we recall your compassion, and gratitude as we recall your goodness, so that as we leave this service and prepare to face the tasks and the challenges of this coming week, we may do so with our knowledge deepened, our love rekindled, and with the strength to live courageously, lovingly, joyfully, and hopefully in the power of your Holy Spirit. Lord, in thy mercy, hear our prayer. Merciful Father, accept these prayers for the sake of thy Son, our Saviour, Jesus Christ. Amen.
The peace of God, which passeth all understanding, keep your hearts and minds in the knowledge and love of God and of his Son, Jesus Christ our Lord, and the blessing of God Almighty, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit be amongst you and remain with you now and always. <laughs>